and Tyler. I'm a physical therapist. And I'm a nutrition and fitness coach. We are husband and wife, parents, and business owners. And we are passionate about improving our health, relationships, and mindset and helping others do the same. Through trial and error, we have found that most of these things have simple solutions. But that doesn't mean those solutions are easy to implement. Each week, we sit down to have a conversation with the hope that you can take something from it to improve your own life, no matter what your goals are or what you're going through. We are so glad you're here. Now let's get started. And we're back. Hi. Gonna do another podcast. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. That bubbly looks good. Yeah, onto the bubblies now. Yeah. There may have been other beverages consumed beforehand, but I know, I know, I know. Naughty. You're supposed to be like the a picture of health and fitness. You're telling me you drink more than carbonated water? Yeah, regular water too, you know. <laughs> regular water is boring. <laughs> I drink a lot of it. No, yeah, but I gotta um again, we uh last summer was summer of seltzer. True. Now we're um we're going into well I forgot the name you called it. It's gonna be cocktails by the campfire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. With the fire pit. We outside. are not by a campfire right now. Not right now. But you gotta <laughs> practice. You gotta be ready. Okay. You can't just like show up for the game, you know. You gotta you gotta put in the work. If y'all don't know Tyler which I'm assuming you don't, personally. <laughs> when he gets into something, he gets into it. I'm talking... Some might say too far into it. Some might say. Most might say. <laughs> Everyone might say. <laughs> um, he did not like coffee for years. I would True. Say. Hated like, it. Hated it. Would not even... Did not even want to like look at it. If I literally... Actually, no. It smelled good. He liked the smell, but like... And then I was like, what happened between smell and tasting? Because it went terribly wrong. Even if I got the most sugary Starbucks latte, and I'd be like, hey, try this. Like, I taste coffee. It's awful. True. I'm like, okay. It literally is like all sugar. But anyways. Um, so a couple of years ago, let's see. Actually, when did you really get into coffee? Like... Probably, oh God. 2020? Like just start drinking it at all? Yeah. Yeah, prob- probably. Probably 2020. Beginning of, t- beginning of 2020-ish. Two years ago? A kid will do that to you, I guess. No, I think what? you started no. before. No, no, no. I started because I was consuming way too many energy drinks. Right. Um, AKA slowly, intentionally poisoning myself. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Um, Still drink the occasional one. So he was like, I'm going to drink delicious. a coffee because it's definitely healthier. And, you know, especially if you don't add like all the crap to your coffee every morning, it's definitely a healthier option than than energy drinks yes so not only did he just like start drinking the coffee that i brew every morning no 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 that was not good enough no we needed to order what did we order all of the things for you to start making (laughs) oh pour over coffee pour over coffee yeah so we do have a grinder an electric kettle well we already had scale for other food what else did i get i don't know i think that was it you got yeah oh no the kim x right so all this stuff start making pour over because like, no, if we're going to start drinking coffee, Tyler thinks I'm going to start drinking like the best. Remember you did that coffee subscription too with all the grounds. Yeah. And honestly, when we were, um, more quarantined, it was amazing. Yeah, and... no, it was, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I liked receiving 
the coffee that you made, but I would never put the work in to make it myself. That's way too much work. <laughs> yeah, true. Anyways, now, so we're definitely at least that deep into cocktails. So. Yeah. Teller's like, I'm going to start making fun. cocktails. Cool. Like two days later, all this crap arrives from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> he makes one cocktail and is like, I'm amazing at this. <laughs> it was good. I won't lie. Um, yeah. Anyways, what are we talking about tonight? Today, we're talking about you, not me. Yo. Talking about me. Talking about you, baby. Oh, I was going to quote another country song. Want to talk about me? Want to talk about... Uh, they don't want to hear us singing. Definitely not. Oh, nobody does. Nobody does. Not even Landon does. And we're supposed to be his parents and like singing lullabies or something. I mean, I sang a lullabies last night. He liked it. Oh, when I did, he just held his hand up to my lips. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Shushed <Whatever>. me. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so what do you want to know? No. Um, what I want to know is how you got started with fitness, nutrition, working out, health, all that. And by the end of this, where the heck you are now? Hmm. Well, I'll try to keep it short because that is a long story. Um, I feel like it might start in like middle school um and not necessarily getting into fitness but more of just like caring about the way I looked in my body and stuff which is probably like where most girls start realizing like hey I look different than the girl next to me and like maybe that's not okay yeah or they think that you know um but I also like like you I played sports and stuff growing up I was pretty active um, I moved around a lot cause my dad was in the Navy. So I feel like every time we moved, I got into a new sport pretty much. I couldn't really decide so on anything. The opposite of me. Yeah. <laughs> Never you... dive into anything all the way, possibly too far. Yeah. More like try this, try that, try everything. Oh yeah. I mean, I would say I'm like decently, a little naturally athletic, which is odd because I'm also like extremely clumsy. Um, but for some reason, when it comes to sports, I can like pick it up decently quickly for the most part. So I played like I played softball. I took tennis lessons. I swam for a little bit. I played basketball. Um, but when I got to high school, something that I really loved was volleyball. I will say you're missing the best one. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I didn't start playing until, vo- in, until volleyball. <laughs> I didn't start playing volleyball until volleyball. <laughs> until it was invented. No. <laughs> Um, (laughs) that was not what I was thinking. Um, I didn't start playing it until high school, which like, let's be honest. I went and tried out for volleyball my freshman year because I thought it was fun. And my family always played beach volleyball, but I had zero skills, like no, like not good at all. Um, but I hustled and that was something that I always did as I hustled and I worked my butt off. So I made the team based on that, which still hustle. Yeah, I do. Um, and then continued to get better and played like travel volleyball and stuff, but it was never something that I was going to pursue. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm five, four, so let's be honest. Like I probably should have picked a different sport to stick Best to. Olympian. Yeah. Um, when's the next Olympics? 2024. Yeah. But it was fun. And like, I enjoyed it going back to what we talk about with fitness. Like you just got to find something that you enjoy, which I did. But I think like girls, everywhere but especially girls in sports and particularly particularly in a sport that 
tends to care about like appearances, you know, whether it's cheerleading or dance or I would definitely argue volleyball. I mean, look at the uniforms that we had to wear. Yeah, I don't I don't know how that one ended up that way. Not sure. Um but like getting ready for games and stuff, you're always wanting to look cute, like do your hair. Yeah, definitely. Um you know, we would put little like bows in our hair and that kind of crap. Um, yeah. Parents is definitely if you look matter. good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. Apparently. So being in that environment, I would say definitely opened my eyes to like diet culture at the time and like realizing that a lot of the girls on the team felt very uncomfortable with the way that they looked, um, even though I thought that they were like gorgeous and tall and skinny and you know what I mean somebody that like you would look up to thinking like wow you're like awesome somebody that's all of a sudden talking about how like fat they are yeah and so that immediately made me turn around and be like if you think that about yourself then what do you think about me and like how should I that obviously translated to me at the time of like how I should feel about myself you know um in hindsight do you think that they thought any of those things about you I don't think that anybody was thinking about me like, honestly, like when you look back, you're like, okay, because you really only are caring about yourself in that moment. Yeah. I really don't think people were looking at me. And, and especially when I look at pictures of myself in high school, like I was not, you know, I was pretty tiny, you know, and it wasn't until I started trying to like control my weight and lose weight that like my weight became a problem. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was like plenty of diets going on plenty of girls trying to lose weight and I also had like friends at the time who were just naturally very thin because you know genetics yeah and so it was just a very like I was like I need to look like them clearly I'm like too big so I remember really specifically I had one girl that I played volleyball with um she lost a whole bunch of weight and everyone was like you look amazing you look amazing again we're in like 10th grade at this point um Mm -hmm she maybe lost like 30 pounds or something crazy. Oh, wow. And people are asking her like how she did it. I asked her because I was wanting to get skinnier as well. And she told me, she was like, well, I just like eat this much. She basically ate like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day. And she ran three miles a day. That's all. And she was like, if I get hungry, I Ugh. have, I have some like almonds or something. Yikes. And also like, I know when we talk about your experience, like you were around people who were, working out who were, you know, knew like, okay, this is how we need to eat to like achieve our goals. Well, for me at that time. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear much of the body image stuff. And I also, I wouldn't, I don't know where I heard that like protein equals muscle, but that was basically all I knew. That's what you knew. What I knew was like, if you want to be skinnier, you have to stop eating Mm -hmm. and you need to weigh yourself and you need to like, if you're gaining weight, then you need to like run more. Yeah. So, um, that's essentially when I started like, you know, pretty much starving myself. And I would say developed like a pretty, like a pretty bad eating disorder throughout, um, high school and stemming into college and even beyond. And like to the point that like my mom had me go to therapy and all kinds of stuff. And when I look back, like, do you want to, do you, I don't know if you want to say what that exactly was or not. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I was, I technically had like a binge eating disorder. Um, I never got into the point of like, um, like anorexia. I mean, I would say like, it probably went through phases of like where I wasn't eating and then, you know, but it was definitely more classified as binge eating. 
um, and not binging and purging because I, I had like tried that multiple times, but I can never make myself do it, which now I'm grateful for. Um, and I know lots of women like suffer with that and that's awful. So I'm grateful that I never went to that place for me. But basically what it meant for me isn't because I couldn't make myself like get rid of my food. I would overexercise or starve myself the next day to make up for it. Um, and so essentially what that would look like for me on a daily basis is like I played volleyball. I also, after volleyball season ended, I joined the track team or the cross country team. And so like, I basically wouldn't eat for like most of the day. I would go on these like runs and then I would come home and I would just like want a snack to time me over for dinner because I was hungry because I hadn't eaten all day and I'd worked so out. So you wouldn't even eat lunch? Very small lunch, hmm. you know, basically enough. So like, I didn't want to look weird to my friends mm-hmm. who were eating a normal size lunch. Okay. Um, so like, I didn't want to look like I had some, that like, there was something wrong with me, but like, you know, I'd have like a sandwich or like, it was just, I was under eating for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I'd come home and like want a snack, but it would turn into like, instead of eating one granola bar from the pantry, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I would eat like the entire box of granola bars. Yeah. And I thought that like I had a problem with control and with like not being able to have enough willpower around food. Yeah. And you know, my my mom would get like kind of upset with me because like she bought like all this food for the family and like my my younger sisters who were taking food to school and like yeah, I would yeah. basically come home and like destroy it all. <laughs> um and, and I would try to hide it usually yeah. too, but it was, your younger sisters are in the corner just weeping. Okay. Yeah, they're like, oh no, no my granola bar. <laughs> um but yeah, and then I probably wouldn't be and then I wouldn't be hungry for dinner so then I don't want to eat with the family. And yeah. you know, it was just this whole cycle. So essentially that went on for like years um, because I didn't know, like I just always thought that I had a problem. Like I had an eating disorder and I was like either going to need to like get medication or it'd be something that I dealt with for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, so like when I got to college is when I started on the fitness side, like learning more about Something besides just running. Something besides to burn just running. Your calories. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's like, and like thanks to you because you were always into like strength training with like your history, and so you brought me workouts. I started doing them, and I noticed like changes in my body composition that I never noticed before. Like, because I was you know getting stronger, building muscle, getting leaner, but I still had the issue with food. I was eating yeah. more at this point, but um, what I was doing then was. And I'm sure like anybody who's been on a diet and downloaded my fitness pal can relate to this, but basically downloaded the app. I said, I want to lose this amount of weight in this amount of time. And it calculated how many calories I could eat, which was like about 1200. Um, and I could only eat more than that if I had worked out that day. And if I had done something that like burned a lot of calories. Mm-hmm. So like if I went on a three mile run, it would tell me, Oh, you can eat like 300 more calories that day. Yeah. So which that goes quick. Yeah. And I was still like extremely under eating. So yeah. I would say like I was able to achieve some of the body composition goals and stuff that I wanted in college, but it was definitely in an unhealthy way. Um, you know, still binging and all that kind of stuff. Did you know that that was happening in college very much or I can't really remember. Like the binging stuff? Yeah. Like I knew we were dating, but. Um, 
I can't remember. Man, I feel like I'm saying that a lot recently. <laughs> okay. I mean, you turned 30 and you don't remember anything. I know. Shoot. Um, no, not, not specifically. I definitely remember you having the mindset of like saving calories or something. Like you would work out or whatever, but you would know you were having pizza or whatever mm-hmm. for dinner. So you would you would try to save a certain remainder of calories for them to be able to eat it. Or I do remember, you know, you being definitely really excited when you were doing your marathon training, the long Saturday runs meant like, Oh, well I just ran 15 miles. That just freed up a whole heck of a lot of calories that I can eat. And and I remember that mindset about it, but I, I don't, I don't necessarily remember specifically, um, being aware of specific binging behavior behaviors yeah i mean it's not like something that people who do that are proud of that they like really communicate and obviously we went to different colleges so like you weren't like around me like usually if it happened but um and even like when we got married and moved in together if i did binge like it wasn't usually at the house it was like no it was at work it was at work or like in the car on the way home or something like that um and then you'd wonder why i was in like such a bad mood and i feel like finally i feel like i would break down and tell you like i binge and i feel really crappy Um, you know, but so basically like after college, I did join the Navy for anybody who doesn't know. Um, and my first, my first like duty station, we moved across country to the West coast and I was on a ship and that was like a big adjustment. I mean, there's a lot going on. We were we just got engaged. We moved in together. Yeah. No, I mean, any any change you can think of, I feel like we had it. Yeah. I mean, newly engaged, moving across the country, away from family, out of college, new job. Like, yeah, know, everything and, was totally different immediately. Yeah. And, like, not, like, a super stable job where you could really create a lot of routine. I mean, it was very, like, I worked on a ship and we were getting ready to go on deployment. So we were, like, in and out. Um, True. I feel like know. for people who don't know, like, definitely that specifically that ship life is not just like when people say in the military, like, Oh, I like had to go on this deployment or whatever. There's definitely a lot more beyond that as far as like standing duty on a weekly basis where you have mm-hmm. to stay on the ship, you know, once a week basically. And my sleep and- schedule is all out of whack. Cause like all the duty that you stand is like at random types times during the night. So you're not like on a consistent sleep yeah. schedule. It's and just- then beyond that, you're doing all the workup. So it's not just the deployment. You have to go out and do training in this and unload this, offload that, do that. So you're out for, couple days here a couple weeks there um so yeah it's, it's definitely more chaotic and yeah um a lot of being away more than just like a standard oh yeah military people go on deployment you know yeah yeah so during that i was definitely stressed and like i feel like the only way that i dealt with it was just by eating and binging and yeah like i i definitely gained weight during that time but i will say i never because i really tried to control my weight gain with like exercise and honestly over exercising and um I gained some weight, but it was nothing like crazy. Um, you know, I was uncomfortable like in my body for sure, but mm-hmm. I don't think I, anyone would look at pictures of me from that time and be like, Oh, she was super like, you know, overweight. It was more of just the way I felt my body. Yeah. No, um, you don't, you don't have this like drastic 50 pound transformation story. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the way, like, when you take something that's already an issue in your life and it was something that already, like, had been dealing with and you add all that stress on top of it, I mean, it just definitely compounds. And so, like, there are nights that I had duty and I had to watch, you know, in the middle of the night 
and I would literally go to the vending machine and I would not be like a normal person and get one Snickers bar. I would get like seven and eat all of them. And that sounds so gross to say that now. Um, like, and like when you think back and if you've never experienced this, um, like the urge to binge is kind of what they call it. Um, if you've never experienced that before, then you would be like, why would you eat seven candy bars? Or like makes no sense. Um, but in the moment, it's like, seems like the only thing that will make you feel better. Yeah. Um, and obviously it doesn't because yeah. there's so many emotions, like things that come into play afterwards too. Like, well, you feel like crap because like you just poured like a million pounds of sugar or whatever, like into your body. And now you're experiencing inflammation and your stomach hurts and like all these and physical you're tired symptoms and, and you're tired yeah. and you don't feel like doing anything. Um, and then on top of that, you feel like extremely guilty about what you've just done. Yeah. So it's all these compounding effects of you just feeling like awful about yourself. So I remember like being like, okay, I'm just going to take care of this. Like I have an issue. I'm going to go see the doctor about it. Like, cause like, I don't know what to do. So I finally did. And obviously this is something that's not really super fun to talk to anyone about, but I was like kind of pouring my heart out to this like Navy doctor and they're like, well, you know, everyone has issues with food and stuff like that. Like people overeat sometimes. I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah. I'm not just like overeating. This isn't like I just had a big Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. Like it's not bad. Um, and so their solution was to basically put me on a, um, antidepressant medication. Yeah. I think you were on SSRIs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and their reason being was that like it would, they could essentially like decrease my appetite. Maybe there's like some studies that show that, they decreased appetite and people who were on them like lost weight. And I was like, okay, like whatever works, you know, if that's going to help me, maybe this is what I need. I think I took them for like a week or two and was like, this is crap. Like, why am I? Yeah. I think uh, if I remember correctly, I think you were talking about like, oh, I just feel very like flat. Yeah. I didn't feel good or bad. And I didn't feel like it was helping with my binging. I was like, this is not making me feel like I'm all of a sudden better. Yeah. And maybe I should have taken them longer um, to feel those side effects. But I also just remember, like, even though I didn't know a ton about health and fitness and nutrition and things at the time, I also just felt really like there's got to be a way that I can fix this without taking medicine. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I guess, like, fast forward, um, I guess, really a couple of years because I dealt with it for a while and uh, yeah and i would say you went through some periods that were better than others and yeah i would say maybe a gradual level of improvement especially um like getting back from deployment and having a little bit more stability yeah a little more normalcy in my life for sure um but when we ended up like i think moving and i was going to grad school this is also a period of my life where i got very into um just nutrition and figuring out like what did my body actually need you know i started listening to a lot of podcasts yeah i was gonna say so what because i obviously i know firsthand that this kind of your journey with that but what i mean did something just all of a sudden change did you start listening to podcasts like what i think um what I don't really remember exactly what triggered it. I know we were living separately, so I had a lot of like yeah, free yeah, time. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to yeah. school, and um, 
I started doing things like I joined um, a spin studio and I was like around some other girls and I think I had maybe heard somebody mention the idea of like a whole 30 or okay, something. Okay. And so I think I thought like, what is that? I started doing some research and I've essentially, before even trying one, I found a podcast that I started listening to because um, I was always walking our dog by myself. So I was like, I have to listen to a podcast. <laughs> Being chased by deer. Okay, that happened once. <laughs> we almost died. It's fine. Almost died. Um, almost murdered by a deer. We did. Um, yeah, the deer in Monterey do not play. Just saying. <laughs> um, that's a story for another day. But Were you yeah. carrying the 60-pound dog and running away from a deer? I was. I was. <laughs> you know what? When some, something like that is happening to you, hey. you go into survival mode. Yeah. Well, at least you were fit enough to carry the dog and run, you know? And Coda did not sense danger whatsoever. Yeah, no, he's... He's uh, he's cute, but he's not that bright. Uh, he's in his own little world. Yeah, okay. So anyways, uh, I would always listen to podcasts on these walks because it was just like a way for me to pass the time. I mean, when you're walking 45 minutes to an hour a day, sometimes music doesn't cut it every day. So sure. I basically got into podcasts at that time. And there was one that I really liked at the time. It was called... I think it was called like Paleo... For women or something. Now it's called well-fed women, and I still listen to it to this day. Oh, okay. Um, and I was like blown away by a lot of the things that I was hearing about, like nutrition and hormones, and you know, hearing them talk about women under eating and you know having binges. And I was realizing, like, hmm, maybe this is not just me that struggles with this. Like, maybe I don't have a problem. So I started finding other ways to try to like, you know, basically fix it. I think I even hired a, um, I wouldn't say she was a nutrition coach. She was more like a holistic, uh, honestly, I don't even know what she was called. I don't even know if you know, I hired this person at this one point, but this, <laughs> this sounds like news to me, but she Learned basically had me go and get labs you got labs? I did. What? Hold on. Because what? I think listening to this podcast, I thought there's something wrong with my thyroid. How were your labs? Were they good? They were pretty normal. Were they good, yeah? Yeah. Maybe I should get labs. See you better. Okay. Well, I don't really remember, but basically I was like looking for, I was looking for a solution. I was like, what's wrong yeah. with me? Like yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. there's something going on with my thyroid because I also felt like at this point I was like working out, I was eating healthier. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really binging mm-hmm. quite as much, but like I wasn't able to lose weight. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, what? <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah. Maybe it's not me. So um, we got the labs done. And some of my, like, thyroid, like, some of the levels were slightly elevated, but I wouldn't say they're in, like, a concerning range. Um, so I was like, all right. You know, maybe it is just me. Like, it's just the way I'm eating or whatever. So I would say that's when I also started getting into, like, CrossFit, more strength training there, and just, like, finding some – movement that I loved. So that kind of just goes hand in hand with the nutrition piece. Um, and then I had a girl that I was friends with who was really into like doing the whole 30 type of eating Mm -hmm. and she was starting one. And if you guys don't know what whole 30 is, it's basically like a 30 day, that's a 30 day challenge or reset. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's basically an elimination diet where you like take a lot of things out of your diet and then you're supposed to slowly start reincorporating them to see if there's things that are, you know, like messing up your gut or like, you know, is your skin breaking out when you have dairy or like whatever it or might just be. just like making you super tired. Making or, you super tired. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, so you can figure out how to best like eat for your, for your, for your body. Yeah. So you're cutting out, you're cutting out alcohol, you're cutting out 
uh, added sugar, cutting out grains, dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so no processed food, nothing with yeah. added sugar. I mean, it was very much like a real foods yeah. diet only. Yeah. Um, so I decided to do it with her. And while, yes, it was restrictive, and I don't really recommend now that a lot of people do that just because they're restrictive in nature. For me at the time, what was really good about it is that like, it, it was like, you can eat however much you want. Yeah. As long as it's within these guidelines. Yeah. And I had been like in for years trying just to- trying to restrict how much. Trying how to restrict much, how, how much, much quantity, eat a certain amount of calories. And so now I was basically given like, free reign to just like eat when I was hungry, eat whatever I wanted within certain guidelines. And it turned out that was really good for me. Um, you know, I think I saw a lot of progress in 30 days. I was able to like, I think I lost some body fat. I don't really remember. I took like some before and after pictures and was happy with them or whatever. Um, and so again, all, it's just a combination of all of this was making me realize and making me a lot more interested in nutrition, but just making me realize, okay, like maybe I don't have a problem that can never be solved. Maybe I just need to have better habits with my nutrition. Um, maybe I should probably be eating more throughout the day. Um, even if I do want to lose weight, like there's probably a way I can do that without like fasting for, you know, however long. So so where, where, where do you land on that stuff now? Like obviously did the whole 30. Um, I know obviously you've, you've gone through periods of like pretty strictly tracking macros as well. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- where does that put you now and, and why are you doing things the way you're doing them? Now? Um, yeah. So I would say like after that experience, I did decide, Hey, I want to try to like lose a little bit of body fat in a healthy way. And so I did track macros for a period of time and that worked really well for me. I was able to kind of like meet some goals I never thought were achievable for me and my body type and felt like very confident and healthy and not like I was starving myself. So I kind of went through a whole bunch of different seasons of my life where I felt like I tried everything. I mean, I guess I didn't even mention that I tried the whole isogenics thing with people don't even... They might not know about, but it's essentially like drinking meal replacement shakes and stuff like that and paying lots of absurd amount of money for uh, that kind of stuff. But um, I feel like I tried everything. And then when I basically was eating real foods and eating the right amounts, I was like, oh, I can actually like meet my goals. And this is not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, and that's where I land now. Um, And that's, you know, more recently I had an opportunity to get some of my certifications and become a fitness and nutrition coach. So now I'm really passionate about like helping other women who have struggled with a lot of the same things that I struggled with basically, you know, reach their goals and not in a really painful and, (laughs) you know, restrictive way. Yeah. So that's, that's like what, why I do that now and what I enjoy. Yeah. And I definitely think there's a ton more to dive into as far as like eating real foods and even the mindset about restriction or setting goals on what you can eat um, and how that affects longevity and and just even your mental health around food and stuff like that. But that's, that's, there's so much to get into that we (laughs) will save that for another day. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that was long, but like, I think when you look every woman and I know that men too struggle with this, but like there's a lot of 
women out there that I've dealt with, um, you know, either body dysmorphia or eating disorders. It's just so common now, especially with social media, the way it is and us comparing ourselves to other women who don't even honestly look like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's less about like the magazine covers, which is what it was like a long time ago. And now, now it's well, like, now it's social media, which like is even way more everywhere than magazine oh, yeah. covers. So it's just, I mean, not to go on a rant on social media to end this, but it's, uh, it's an uphill battle if you're looking at that stuff all the time. Yeah. I mean, and you can instantly put filters on yourself. And so like you're looking at, you know, your friends and automatically thinking they look, you know, so much better, but it's probably just a filter. And so it's just all this comparison. It you know, feeds into this, like the diet culture stuff. And so it's hard, yeah. you know? No, it is. Um, no, I mean, you got filters, you got Photoshop, you got posing, you got lighting, you've got makeup. I mean, you name it all. There's a million tricks and everyone can see it whenever they want at all times on the phone in their pockets. I mean, it's a lot yeah. of exposure to a lot of stuff that is unrealistic. And you have the other piece of it. Like, I know we're going to wrap it up in a second, but like, the other piece of it that I was actually talking to a client about the other day is that there's this really big movement of body positivity, which I am definitely for that movement. Like I definitely believe that women should love their bodies and you definitely should be accepting that like, especially if you're a woman who's had children, like your body's not going to be the same as it was before you had kids because you've had kids. Like your body's yeah. literally different, yeah, you know, but, um, sure just like loving ourselves through the whole journey, I think is so important. But what I think has also happened is that like there, there's been a lot of like negativity about women who are wanting to make a change or like lose weight or, you know, maybe there's somebody who just wants to lose five to 10 pounds or like tone up and just feel better. Like, yeah, and all of a sudden that's bad and you're just supposed to love yourself. All of a sudden that's bad because you have goals like, Oh, like you look fine. Like, well, I know I do, but like, I want to look and feel better and more confident and I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be like, yeah, and as long as that's within a that. healthy range and window, like exactly. as long as you're not talking about being, you know, five, eight, 85 pounds or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, I just think, I think it's okay for us to have goals, you know, realistic goals for sure. Yeah. Um, and that like, we just need to be as women, like supporting each other, like no matter what that is like you said as long as it's within a healthy range of things you know like if that like if you are happy with the way you look and you don't want to make a change that's awesome like i'm happy for you like if you are just wanting to get a bit healthier and like lose a couple of pounds or whatever like that's also awesome like good for you like let's just be more supportive and encouraging yeah you know And and it's definitely i mean again not to get too much into other stuff for tonight but uh I mean, it's so good to have goals in everything. I mean, that's how you have success. So yeah. like you have to have goals with your health to have success with your health. You have to have goals with your relationships to have success with your relationships. You have to have goals with your work to have success with your work. Like Absolutely. none of these things happen on accident. So, you know, it's definitely unfortunate if people get judged or criticized or whatever when they try to have certain goals, especially related to their own health. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely unfortunate. I'm sure I'll get some sort of backlash for saying that, but you know, I just think we should support each other as women for sure. <laughs> Especially, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. All right. No, that was awesome. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for hanging out with us. If you learned something or just enjoyed listening, we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to message us on Instagram at Simple Not Easy Show. Talk to you soon. Bye.